It's no secret that Matt and I are in love with Allison Brie, so it should come as no surprise that this week we're reviewing Somebody I Used to Know. Joining us this week is somebody we haven't spoken to since episode four of the podcast, Michelle. Hi. I'm Matt. I'm Chad, and you've tuned into episode 97 of We Used to Talk About This at Work. Right. It has been 93 episodes since we've spoken, Michelle. Well, let me rephrase that. Since you've been on this podcast, we talk. We talk offline. Yes, we do. So, you know, it's good seeing your smiling face. Sadly, just Matt and I are seeing your smiling face. Sorry, sorry, YouTube listeners. But um, it's good seeing you. Um not to get too into it, but I saw a couple other old faces from the old days today. Um, I went to a wake of a um, previous coworker of ours, and I saw a lot of old faces, and I saw a lot of faces that I could not put names to, but they remembered my name, and I was just like, I feel embarrassed. Like uh, a couple of weeks ago, I remember you told a story, Matt, about how you were out with your mom and somebody ran into you from high school. And mm-hmm. and you was just like, no, I'm I'm not even gonna try. <laughs> yeah. Hey, some I mean, if that means I had a lasting impression on that person, that person did not reciprocate that to me for me to remember that person. But I was playing, I was shitty memory. So maybe that person was amazing. I just don't remember them. Have you run into that often? Well, as of late, Michelle. No, I have not. I have not. Fair enough. You remember everybody or everybody remembers? Yeah, you remember everybody? No. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) You know, I told you guys who I didn't remember. Um, Mm -hmm. Right. So, no, I don't remember everybody. I got you. So, from what I understand, Michelle, you are um, a fan of going to the movies and you've seen a couple things as of late. Um, are, are these, oh, let me rephrase. Are these um, movies in the theater or were you watching these at home? They're in the theater. So tell me about that. Um, are you going to like an AMC, uh, Regal? Like what's the theater out there? Like tell me about the the chain and all that. It's a Senate Bistro movie theater, AMC. Okay. And, um, you know, very nice. You go, I go sit down. If I want to order something, I order it. Um, usually you have to be there 30 minutes prior to, so you can get your food on time or whatever you order. Usually when I go, I don't go there to eat. I just, I'm going there to watch the movie. And I like to go later because there's not a lot of people there. Um. So I've seen several movies. Um, the, the first one I saw was 80 for Brady. Okay. I How was um, that? So, well, I heard that that made uh, quite a bit of money. Yes. I went and saw it the first night and I loved it because there's a show on Netflix that I used to watch called, it's either Grace and Frankie or Frankie and Grace. Yeah. yeah. And I love that. Absolutely love it. So they were in it. Jane Fonda. And um, 
the other lady um lily tomlin lily tomlin was in it and i liked them so i went to see it and i i thoroughly enjoyed it it it, it was great what was that about? um so apparently it's a true story um that this lady was a fan of tom brady's and they get together every year uh well when the football season comes comes around they get together and they sit around and they have their chips and dips and stuff and they put the Patriots, you know, um, gear on and root for Brady. Well, Lily Tomlin, she had, was uh, previously diagnosed with cancer. In real life or her character? Her character. Okay. And so she um, thought the cancer was coming back, had came back because she had received a letter, but she never opened the letter and they wanted to go to the Super Bowl. And so the there were some guys um i guess talk show guys they they were doing a contest to give free tickets so she pretended that they got they won the free tickets but in all actuality she went into her savings Mm-mm. and bought the Mm-mm. tickets for the super bowls for her and no, her friends absolutely not and no. sally field was in it too and um sally field lost the tickets and <laughs> They had so, to find them. They, they was, had they had to they had to shake a little something to get up in there, huh? Yeah. <laughs> um. So, so and then you and Matt also saw playing not together, but you both seen it. Yes. So Matt gave a, us a little bit of a rundown last week. So Matt, did you like it? Yeah, I liked it. It gave me like an old school nineteen ninety ish type of action movie. Yeah, it was filled with a lot of action. At first, I wasn't sure if I was going to like it or not. But once it started, you know, the action started coming on, I was like, wow. And it had me jump a couple of times, you know. Mm -hmm. At the end, I did cry a little bit. Matt too. I I don't know. I knew Matt and Gerard Butler was crying. (laughs) Matt, Matt, you cried? No. No, No, I'm messing with him. So I I don't, but you know, um, I recently lost my grandmother. She passed away. She was 98 years old. She died a few weeks ago. So I don't sorry know. Sorry for your loss. Yeah, I'm sorry, so Michelle. Thank you. So I don't know. I was sitting in the movie and I was, I started crying because I was thinking about my grandmother or what. I don't know what correlation that had, but I know I, I was crying. I was like, oh, you know, but it was a good, it was a really good movie. It was really good. They, they did a phenomenal job. But no, I know exactly how you feel because when I went to go see Black Panther 2, my father and grandmother died like they died in July, June of last year. And uh, I haven't processed those feelings. So when he died or whatever, like, I don't know if it was, if that wouldn't have happened, would I still cried in that movie? But, you yes. know, unprocessed his feelings. Yes. Which yes, made right. even more come out. It would have cried. Right. Right. And then this last movie that I saw was called Marlo. And it was based like kind of like on, I don't know, 1940-ish, 50-ish style detective movie with Liam Neeson, which he's one of my favorite actors, but um that movie sucked. I was wondering. <laughs> I was wondering. I would not recommend that movie to anybody. And let me tell you, I always like to go to the later movies, like I said, because there's not a lot of people in there. 
I fell asleep in that movie. <laughs> I, I don't know how much dialogue. I don't know how much dialogue I missed. But when I woke up, I didn't feel like I missed anything. <laughs> and then finally, when I felt like, oh, the movie's uh, getting ready to getting ready to come to an end soon. Let me just shake this off and watch this, you know, because I paid my money. But it was a, it was horrible. I thought it was going to be good. Hmm. That's not, I mean, I'm I'm be I'm be honest. Like I saw the trailer for it. I don't remember what movie I saw. And I'm like, I like Liam Neeson, but ever since Taken came out, he's been doing the exact same thing. And I I'm I'm right. good. I'm good. It's like whatever, if Liam Neeson is holding a gun, I don't want to see it. Yeah. Just because of like that's all he's been doing. Like he's been he's played really interesting characters, but now this is all he's doing, and it's just I'm good. Yeah. So that movie was a negative for me. Out of one the scale of one to ten, it was a negative ten. <laughs> it, 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 was, it was horrible. Um, I wouldn't recommend it to anyone. So I um I texted Matt the other night. Um for for me it was morning and for Matt he would have been asleep. And I texted him something with the expectation to not hear back from him for like at least 10 hours. But this man responded like within five minutes. And I'm like, Matt, it's midnight where you are. What are you doing? Where were you doing? I was out here in these streets. And being out here in these streets, I don't like it out here. Um, <laughs> I don't. I just like being at home. I'm trying to trying to at going like going places in the daytime, no problem. I just don't like being out at night. Like um, my boy hit me up. He wanted to hang out, eat, drink, things like that. So I did it or whatever. But it was like I was regretting it all the way up, and I don't. Uh, I had no plans. It wasn't like I had plans or anything. But it's like I just don't like going out anymore. But um, do you guys go out often? Do you guys go out just to hang out at like at at night? At night. Um, I don't hang out at night, but every now and then I have a friend that want to hang out at Applebee's for a few hours, and mm-hmm. we go sit at Applebee's and you know watch the big screen or whatever or just you know talk to a bunch of people at the bar like I'm that person now I mean I've never been somebody that's like like the nightlife even when I was younger Uh um like the if I'm out late nowadays it's like like Michelle I went to the movies or like I, I like I went to some sort of event. Like like I said a couple of weeks ago, um, friend of the show Amy, she took me to see Six, and so while it was a short show, you know, I got home later than I would have liked to, have, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but with all that being said, even though once I got out there with my friends or whatever, it was fun. Like I had a good time. Um, we went to an izakaya. That's like um. A pub slash bar, whatever. It's not like a full blown restaurant. You're not gonna get a steak there, but they got drinks, they got food, what they call like shareable foods, where you can get um karage, edamame, um, oh, 
fried chicken and then like these pea stuff. Oh, sorry. I had to realize who my audience was. That's Japanese. But like, you know, you get the yakitori. That's like the meat on the stick stuff. And you all share it with everybody and things like that. So we ate, talked, drank there. Then we went to go hit up these bars and stuff. But I had a good time. But leading up to it, I didn't like it. I don't like I, I'm just going to be not a night person. I'm going to stay at home or do this like once a month type of thing. But um, the whale, Matt. Yes, I had a chance to catch the whale with Brandon Frazier. Um, this movie is. Uh, let me get the right word. This movie is. Not good. um but no 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 hold on hold on what i'm saying not good in meaning like it's it's depressing this movie is depressing and nothing there's nothing um nothing about this movie is uplifting nothing about this movie is empowering like this this is a like a sad movie with no like that um, the general thing is you have a obese person um uh, trying to reconnect with his daughter. That's the easiest way I can say that would get without giving detail. Um, but the first thing I want to admit is because you know every, when this movie got premiered and everything, Gate Day was talking about Brendan Fraser and this acting and all this other stuff, right? Chad, you heard about how good and he was nominated for all this stuff right yeah it was a yeah i've heard about that stuff oh no um hong chai cha she was the lead waiter in menu yeah 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 and i'm gonna i'm gonna talk about her on on one of my things too motherfucker she killed this shit she like brendan fraser got all the acknowledgments of this acting shit oh no 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 she carried this fucking movie in my she, opinion. Do, off the top of your head, do you know if she's nominated for a supporting actress or a lead actress? Off the top of your head. She was my, nominated for supporting. Well, she is a supporting actress in this, but uh, okay. yeah, she might be part lead. She might be co-lead on this. But well, no, no, I mean, her, you know how like sometimes they'll they will submit you for supporting so that you aren't going against heavy hitters. Maybe and maybe that's what they did. But, but her she's, act- going, she's going against Angela Bassett and Jamie Lou Curtis. And the daughter from everything everywhere at once. Yeah, so maybe that's why they put her in for supporting, but her acting was amazing in this. But Brandon Fraser did his thing too, but I was just blown away by how good her acting was. Um also you have the girl from um Stranger, Stranger Things, Things in there, Fatty Sink. Uh yeah, it was overall, it was I don't know how to describe this movie. Um it's sad because you're sad about. You're sad a lot through this whole, well, 99% of this movie, you're sad. You're sad about the way all these characters are and things like that. It's a very depressing movie. But there is one part of this movie where as soon as they showed this, my first thought was, is this real? Is this how these people are? Or is, are they just doing stereotypes? Okay, so he is morbidly obese person um, at home. Things happen. I'm not going to get into details. But then he gets very upset. So you know what he does when he's very upset? He eats. He eats. And when I say he eats, he eats. He was doing crazy things to where 
he was he ate up two boxes of pizza then he took he, he took a piece of bread threw some chips on there threw another piece of bread which i've done this before as a kid and then he <laughs> ate that then he threw some jelly on top of that and ate that and i'm like is oh, this how people do this or is this like a stereotype thing or oh. what they think people do but i was like he he did it because he was upset I don't know if I want to watch this. That sounds, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's very sad. I know that there's parts where they want to like try to uplift you and show you these different things, but it was like, I just said, I felt sad for everybody in this movie, every single person. Hmm. But I, I still recommend you to watch it to get your own opinion on there, but I'm glad I watched it, but I will never watch this movie again. It's like a. Go ahead. I was gonna ask. At any point, did you like get teary eyed? No, I mean I can see the parts where I'm supposed to like, but it was just like I was just sad and depressed. Not sad and like emotional. I was just sad at these characters and the what they had to go through and what they were going through to where. I wasn't emotionally invested into it to, to cry up. But I could see how plenty of times throughout this where people will cry and things like that. But it was just like it it wasn't it wasn't hitting me in my feels. But the acting, I give it to them for the acting and that stuff like that. But it's uh off the top of your head, have you heard any backlash for this movie? No. Okay. But um, I, I'm not saying that there isn't any. I'm just saying I haven't heard any. Because I can see there could be backlash about uh, obesity <laughs> and all this stuff. I can see backlash of them about homophobia. Uh, Is it set now? Uh, we'll say like maybe a couple of years ago. I'm, I'm basing this off this by the technology they had in there. So okay. probably like a couple of years ago. I mean, I've never really seen any any of those like uh, my six hundred pound life or anything. I love I that was, show. I was going to ask about is it? It kind of sounds like what they do on six hundred pound life. They just they just eat 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 eat. Yeah, eat. yeah. I was I gonna, just, yeah, yeah. It yeah. He and you get the backstory. You know their backstory, but it's like everyone on that. Um, that's 600 pounds or over they've always been molested or something happened to them to cause Mm -hmm. them to get to this point but it's Mm -hmm. like the food that they eat they can eat two boxes of a pizza a whole two whole pizzas like at some point your your mind somewhere something's got to tell something that like i'm full you just eating to be eaten and then you got to depend on somebody to clean you and Nah, bruh. Is yeah. um, it's the woman from the menu. Is she like his nurse or something? She his, she his is his friend, and she is a nurse. Okay. So, but then also she like what I felt was like I don't know nobody in a situation like this, but like she's the one who's like trying to help him. She's taking his vitals and things like that, recommending stuff to him. But then she's also enabling him because like whenever she comes over, she brings him two meatball sandwiches with extra cheese on there. Oh, no. So it's like she's helping him. She's trying to do this. But then she's also feeding him the stuff that, like, all this stuff that he's uh, doing. Right. So 
But I really would like for you to watch this, Chad, so to get your thoughts on it. But it was just sad. But yes, yeah, shout out to Hong. She, yeah. she was good at this stuff. So, Michelle, and back in the day, did you ever watch Moonlighting with Bruce Willis and Sybil Shepard? Yes. So I saw a YouTube video kind of like a retrospective on it. And I heard of it. Like I heard that that gave Bruce Willis like his start. Mm-hmm. And I also heard that it's a prime example of like television shows where they go downhill once the two leads get together. Mm-hmm. And so um, I decided to watch it. I've only seen the first two episodes so far. And it's a kind of cool look detective show like um it's got a Columbo thing where like at the beginning of the show you know who did it but you don't necessarily know why right and you know every scene that um Bruce Willis is in he is just on and I'm like I could see how he became like a big star from this um there are some stuff that I have to push through on because this was made in the 80s right right uh, what made you what made you start watching this the uh, it was a youtube video i saw that did like a little oh, okay. retrospective on it because there's oh. been like sprinkles of content about bruce willis because of everything that's going on with him right mm-hmm. right right but yeah it's a cool little show like I, I intend to push through um it's um apparently there were there was a lot of strife behind the scenes like they were over um they would like basically this show ran for four years on network television in the 80s when shows was getting 20 and 30 episodes a season but their each season like the most episodes and it's like maybe 15 episodes if you're lucky because like Uh they were they would like go over time a lot like back in the day they would have advertising jokes about like um come watch the next episode of moonlight it might be new we don't know when they're gonna finish filming an episode like <laughs> um Sybil Shepherd and Bruce Willis didn't like each other in real life and so that kind of delayed shooting stuff too and then like once Die Hard came out it was fucking over like mm-hmm. yeah but no it's a, it's a fun show like the second episode um they were hired a hitman hired them to find another hitman so that he could kill them. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's a fun show. So um, it, in that same train of like, I want to watch a detective show. I watched the second episode of poker face and that had um, old girl from the menu on it. Like I, I she's playing a trucker with like a giant mole on her face. And I was like, why does this woman look so familiar? And I looked it up and I was like, oh okay 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 i see you um but it's a really fun detective show like also you know same thing colombo vibe like you know who did it at the beginning you even know why he did it at the beginning but um the whole thing is like how is this person going to get caught okay so yeah two fun detective shows moonlighting is on uh youtube apparently like because of like licensing with music and stuff it's um it's not on any streaming services right now but um somebody uploaded all the episodes to youtube and poker <laughs> face is on um peacock but i know we're about to transition to a great show but i forgot to mention another great show i watched uh i had a chance to check out bubble Fett. 
And uh, I know. <laughs> yes, that that uh, that beacon of quality. Right, and I know uh, with our group chat, Chad, you were saying you this you guys this was not one of the best ones or not a good one at all. But I like Book of Bubba Fett. Uh, Bubba Fett himself is not a good leader. He's weak in my mind. I think um, Phoenix Shan. You know, I'm talking about his sidekick. Ming Na. Ming Na Wen. Yeah, that's her name. Yeah, the actress name. She was Mulan. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Well, she should be the leader of this and everything. Uh, is her character in Star Wars, is she like somebody, could they make her own show about her? I mean, the problem with her character is she's being dragged down by Boba Fett. Oh, oh. Well, she needs to break away from him and uh, do her own thing because I would like to see her running some shit. But I'm on my. Um, I watched this unintentionally because I wanted to watch. Um, I want to see Sasha Banks, and uh, I know she was in a Star Wars movie, but then I started watching that, thinking it was Bubba Fett, but it turned out she's in the Mandalorian. So I finished watching this. So I'm gonna watch uh, Andor first because you guys told me that that's a better show. Yes. But then I'm going to watch Mandalorian. I also said they have a new season of Mandalorian coming out, right? Uh, I think it comes out in March. All right, perfect. So by the time I finish that, but if I, by the time I finish Andor and then watch Mandalorian, the other season should be out then. So I, I'll catch up on that. Right. So those are only three Star Wars movies or TV shows? Um, Live action right now. Okay. All right. Oh, also for the I know I told you, Chad, but I tell you the listeners, uh, Baby Yoda sucks, all right, and I don't see why I got all that attention that y'all said he he's a uh, gomi as I as they say. But also, I haven't seen him in Mandalorian. I only seen him in Bubble Fett. So we'll, well see my, my 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 feelings change. Well, I told you offline, like yes, when Baby Yoda first hit the scene, everybody's like, oh. But as things kept going along, he was like doing some real like asshole things. And it's like, this isn't cute. Like, this isn't cute anymore. Like, no, you can't, you can't act like this and then be like America's sweetheart. But, but yeah, from one great show to another, uh, Chad, what was your thoughts on Last of Us episode six? Uh, it's another, it's another solid episode. Like, well, it's more than solid. It was excellent. Um, there's a scene where the lead character, Joel, He's um, basically he has a speech where he's saying like he's getting too old to do this and like his body's failing him. He's going to die. He can't do this anymore. And like I'm on the verge of tears, like get this first off, give this man his Emmy right now. And secondly, like it's just it, it was just hitting all the it was, it, it was hitting all the feelings, Matt, hitting all the feels. And then like the very. Like- huh? No, when you said that, that was before I watched it. So I became prepared because I told the wife, I was like, hey, Chad and Jerry said uh, this movie hit him in the fields. So I was like, get the tissue ready. And I watched it and I was like, well, the wife left halfway through it. But then she came back. She's like, did you cry? I was like, no, I think I might have missed that point. So I was I was waiting for you to explain that's the point that made you hear up. Yeah, like I thought it, I thought it was going to be later on the part where he was like, uh, when she was like, "You're not my father," and they had the whole argument and everything else like that. He's like, "You're not my daughter," thing. No, like that. I don't know, man. It's just like, I, like I told you, like this show puts me in a weird headspace, 
And so like, I'm just like, if the shit went down, well, okay, let's roll back for half a second. So do you remember when Ellie goes to the house and they had that little memorial for Sarah and um, the new wife's kid? And I'm not sure if you paused it and looked at the dates, but her son was three years old when he died. Oh, yeah, I didn't see that. And he died like two days after the, the outbreak. If you would, if you were to go back and pause, because like the outbreak day was Joel's birthday, the day Sarah died, and uh-huh. he lasts two days longer, and like that's just some shit. Like if like the shit went down, it's like obviously as a parent, my number one priority is my daughter, and it's like I don't, I don't even know if I could handle all that shit myself. But then I also have to like look out for her. And like he, like she's just so little, man. And it's just like he's like, I can't fucking do this. Uh-huh. I I'm going to die. I can't do this. And it's just like that's that's the shit that goes in my head when I watch this show. Especially it comes on at night, so I watch it at night. And that's uh-huh. those are the thoughts I'm going to bed with. <laughs> I'm gonna have to I watch told you it because my my son and my oldest daughter have told me that that's a show that they're watching. It's a, it's it's so, it's excellent it's writing. So so this is like right. the third time I've heard about you know the Last of Us. So I'm gonna have to they, check and, it out. And this ain't no one where one up is good episode and the next one falls off. So far, every episode been hidden. Yeah, it's like did you ever watch Game of Thrones? You watch Game of Thrones, right? Where like the show is just like bang, bang, bang because like this is not like original content. Like their source material. So, like, they're picking and choosing what's working. Mm-hmm. So, like, you and also, like, this has, like, a finite story. Like, there's a point to this, and then we out. So, this is a two, maybe three episode series, and they're done. Seasons. Yeah, I'm sorry. Seasons, yes. But, no, like, that speech hit me. I was just like, I... I understand everything you're saying right now, my guy. And then the very next scene, him and the and Ellie have a conversation. I'm like, this girl want to want to Emmy too? Y'all, y'all just, y'all just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She she was cooking on that one. Yeah, like, oh my god, when she's like, look, man, like I'm not your fucking daughter, dog, but like you not about to leave me. Like everybody in my right. motherfucking life has yeah. left me. All right, like I'm like right. I just got mm-hmm. through crying. What are we doing, guys? What are we mm-hmm. doing, guys? See? And I remember, like, before where when they did the casting, it was like, mm, I'm not sure if she can. No, sorry. Uh, what's her name? Bella Ramsey. Bella Ramsey. This is Matt here from We Used to Talk About This at Work. I want to apologize. I was unfamiliar with your skills <laughs> in your game. I, I apologize. I see what level you at now. So yeah. that was my mistake at the beginning. Um, but yeah, it was a good show. Like um, I was talking to somebody that wasn't even aware this was a video game. And they were like, is, is, is Joel dead? Like, what's happening here? And I was like, mm, I can't I can't answer that question. You got to wait and see. But and I hope just- you're not homophobic because it's about to be some gay shit next week. Uh, but I will say, Imagine the acting we just saw now. Wait till the acting we see once we get to the hospital. Oh, oh, that's going on. oh my fucking God. The internet, <laughs> half the internet is going to be on fire. 
right. <laughs> yeah. That's because yeah. uh, that's, that's what I waited for. Ooh, yeah. I just got goosebumps thinking about that. <laughs> the way the way this season's gonna end, Michelle, you need to get on this train. Yeah. It's yeah, we, we will talk about that as we get to it. But yeah, well, I, I, I let me rephrase. I hope that you're ready for more gay shit because I forgot there was some gay shit at the beginning of the season. Episode three. Uh, you, can, you can edit this part out, but what, what's, uh, I remember that part. What's the new part coming up? Ellie's a lesbian. No, right. no, that, but I'm just saying. No, I remember. Oh, but she don't, she didn't, yeah. when did she meet, um, well, no, that's that's not relevant. I'm talking about that black girl. That that's from the game. Like that, that whole that, that that whole mall sequence. That's a date. Oh yeah, I completely forgot about that. I'm thinking. Oh, I'm thinking later on. Later on in the season. Oh, I mean, in the game. I mean, in the game. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's yeah. That's right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Uh, now we had to deal with uh, there's the the woke people trying to get last of us, and it's just gonna right. be like, uh, first we gotta see is- two men, now we gotta see two women. Oh, yeah, like, what what's next? Is- Transgender people? Yes, in season right, three. Like, right, like this is part of the game. They're not adding shit to this. <laughs> Were you able to catch Bel Air? No, I the week got away from me because it came out Thursday, right? Yeah. Yeah, the week they dropped three, ep- three episodes. Yeah, like why would you do that on a second season? I get it, the first season you dropped that out, but we have an idea what this show is. Just give us one one episode. I mean, I wouldn't have watched it because of the week I had, but I'm just saying. Do you plan on watching it? Yeah, yeah, we're gonna do Bel Air Roundup. Did you have you watched it? No, and it's just like you tired. I'm not sure. If, I'm not sure if I want to watch it because I'm like I get it, like. I don't know. Like, I have mixed feelings about if I want to watch it or not. Like, as a series as a whole. Now, I'm not talking about, like, actors or anything like that. But series as a whole, if I want to go back and or go through this process again. I get it. We were we were different people when we were watching season one. I get it. Right. So, I'm just like. Yeah, I get it. I understand. Yeah. This week, we discuss somebody I used to know. I still think about what would have happened. If you hadn't left all those years ago. I've been kind of wondering the same thing recently. Like if maybe I made the wrong decision. What a wonderful thing for us all to be here. So thank you to the bride and groom for giving us a reason to celebrate. To Sean and Cassidy. I need to see this through, whatever it is. You mean like with you and the groom? I mean, we can just call him Sean. Hi. You're still here. If my being here is making you uncomfortable, no, no, it wouldn't be very cool of me to kick out one of Sean's oldest friends. Matt, tell us what is this movie about? It is about Anna de Armas. She's in this. Mo- oh, sorry, Alison Brie. Sorry, being being naked in all these movies confused me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's about a a TV producer, owner, writer, whatever you want to say. Goes back home, meets her ex, and turns out that this person may or may not have feelings. So she pursues what may or may not be a relation, a future. And that gentleman, let me start all over. It's um, this about a woman who goes back home, meets an ex, and feels like she still has feelings for her, and then she pursues those feelings. Mm, that's pretty succinct. 
right off the bat, I was like, is, is Allison Brie, now, when I, let me say this, we all know I love Allison Brie and everything she does. So this is not a knock. This is just an observation. Besides the whole nudity scene and her running and things like that, I did feel like there was a a a conscious attempt to not sexualize her, but like the whole like her titties out and all the scenes and things like that, and then mixing her being the boobs out and things like that. It was like a very pointed sexualization of Allie in this movie. So I was kind of like, is this a way for her to break away from her nice girl role that she's been in before? Or is this just a character she's playing now where this one was like, because like the over-sexualization of this character made nothing, didn't make sense to the character just for the simple fact that when she was younger, she was a nudist. I mean, the very first episode of Glow, she was naked. And that was like four or five years ago. Right. So I don't know, but I'm saying like this was over. Like you don't think this was overdone with the boobs and her. Like even when she went to the wedding rehearsal, like that looked like lingerie she was wearing when her titty was out. No, I don't disagree with you. Right. But with that being said, I enjoyed this movie. I'm so glad that um, her and Abit got back together on screen from Community. I love that. I love like when they first saw each other. I was like, ah. They back. Let's get Donald Glover in here too. We can make some oh, things happen. Oh my God. That would have been a oh, if he would have played the black, if he would have played the, the love interest, dude. Right. Ooh, right. It went over. Right. But um it it um it hit on the, the rom com um tropes and things like that. Um but I'm glad that she did not end up with him because that would have been too form formulaic of a rom-com for Allie to be with, I forget the guy's name. Hey, um, uh, sure, Sean. Sean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Sean, Sean, Sean yeah. Yeah, but uh, overall, I enjoyed it through the whole thing. I was entertained. I chuckled at some stuff, too. So overall, I enjoyed it. Michelle, what'd you think of this movie? It's not a movie that I would have typically picked. I had never heard of it. I don't even know any of the characters that you guys are talking about. I don't know the backgrounds. But uh, once I did watch the movie and got into it, I did enjoy the movie. Um, not because of the nudity or anything like well, that. Nobody, but nobody said they enjoyed the nudity. We was like, what the fuck? Why is this the, in this movie? The, <laughs> yeah. yeah, the storyline. But I mean, like, I get it. Like, she was a nudist or whatever, and she in the the young lady, like his brought his fiance, she Cassidy. They bonded. They felt like they had something in common. Like that's who she was in the past. That's why the movie is called Somebody I Used to Know. But um, you know, um, like I said, I did enjoy it. Um, it wasn't something that I would have just picked, you know, off the rip. But um. It, it was a fairly good movie. It had a good storyline and everything. So I am glad, like Matt, <laughs> that she did not end up with Sean because I don't think that it, it wouldn't have worked because she wasn't going to stay where she was anyway. And he's the type of person he wanted his woman to be, you know, where he was with him until he thought he was about to lose Cassidy. 
Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, old girl tried it though. Allie tried it. <laughs> she tried I it thought, several uh, times. When uh, she went into uh, Cassie's room or whatever to talk and everything, and they apologized, and then Cassie kissed her, I was like, oh, they about to fuck? And then, uh, then they like they woke up in the bed together, and I was like, they still got clothes on, so I don't think they fucked. But I was like, oh, they about to add an extra wrinkle to this plot. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, when her parents came uh, to, the, to the wedding, and she's like, oh, I'm surprised she's not marrying a, a woman. You know, I was just like, wow. We, we, was... do, we doing this, y'all? We really doing this? <laughs> it was the movie. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I, I How did you guys feel about Sean, though? Like, what, do you think he had mixed feelings or? Mixed feelings about what specifically? What was going on with Allie, like? You know, because he he kind of let her on. He could have stopped that in the car that night. Because, like they said, he went to that bar or whatever that restaurant was because he knew to she see was going to be there. Yeah. So I don't feel like there's anything wrong with that. Like, it, I I don't think it's anything wrong with like wanting to see somebody from the past. Granted, you guys were in a long a, a, a long lasting relationship the whole let's have an adventure around town that is where i feel like he was giving off single person energy right but he had the opportunity to to tell her that he wasn't and also i felt like maybe and i know it's a movie but he could have told her hey so-and-so told me you were you know you were here it wasn't by happenstance that he was there that you know he just showed up and oh there's Allie. Uh, that's fair. Um, that's fair. I believe, I I believe, in my personal opinion, I think Sean should have got with, um, like, if I was in the movie, I should say, Sean could have ended up with Allie. With a sort also. of simple fact that, like, because she still loved him, he still right. loved her. Right. She didn't want to be with him because of the, um, you know, be a housewife thing. But then well, it's not even it's not it's not that he wanted her to be a housewife. I mean, not not a housewife, but he wanted her to stay when she wanted to do her career thing. But my thing is, once he thought about losing Cassidy or whatever, when all that happened and the same thing, he had the argument with Allie. So in his mind, he's reconciling everything. So at this point, he was like, okay, I understand the stuff with Alice, the stuff with Cassidy, and I shouldn't be doing this. I, sh- I should let them live their own lives. So he could have went to Ali and been like, hey, uh, I understand what you're saying, blah, 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 blah. You can do your own thing. I still love you. And they could have been together. And you can still do your job in L.A. and stuff like that. So I'm going to... We're going to take the long way around. Um, so I, I also enjoyed this movie. Um, I felt like this is, you know how I say I really like Hallmark movies, specifically mm-hmm. Christmas movies, but they're rom-coms. And like, this is what I I wish that these movies would be like complicated. Like, you know, we didn't, we didn't go the easiest route, like, 
the moment that I real like the moment that Allie was like, I am going to go and be the videographer of this wedding because I am going to break this wedding up. I was like, oh, okay. We've been following the villain the whole fucking time. Okay. Okay. Same page. Same page. All right, let's go. Let's go. Like, I appreciate that nuance because it's like, that's, that's a fucking real thing, right? It's like, there are people like that that would actually do that. That's not so much outside of the realm of possibility. Like she's back home after so many years and she's like, you know what? Yes, I should. I I walked out on the life that I should have had. And you know what? I'm going to get it back any way I can. And if I got to break a couple eggs, AKA a relationship, I'm a fucking do it. And I'm like, okay, like, I don't like this character. But I'm with you. I'm with you on this journey. Like, essentially, if this were the Hallmark route, the main character would have been Cassidy. Mm, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So I appreciate it from that perspective. But also, so, you know, Dave Franco wrote and directed this. And for the most part, he did a great job. But there is some there are some layers that I feel like he added, but he I don't think he had the um the know-how to really explore. Like um what's the what's the husband's name? Jay Ellis. Um uh, Sean. Sean. Sean is adopted. He's black and he was adopted into a white family. And you see how he went out of his way to find the only fucking black person in that small ass town. And so like, you got a group together. No. So that's what I'm saying. Like he was with Allie for all those years and that didn't work Mm -hmm. out. And so he found, he got on an app and he found, and like he married, he, 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 I know like there's complications to it, but like after six months, he's getting married to this black woman and he's trying to start his own little family and shit his own little black mm-hmm. family. And it's like, I think, I feel like there's layers there as well. And so like, I feel like to come back to what you were saying, I think that's why he's more willing to fight harder for that relationship. than I'm just going to go back to Allie, even though he knows that there's chemistry there. Mm-hmm. So I that's, that's kind of my take on that situation. Did the jokes, like the potential jokes land for you guys? Like, Haley J. Osmond's uh the little brother stuff, his jokes for movie things, the mom having sex with her boyfriend. Like was were those jokes landing for you guys or you just didn't like them? I know people like the Haley Joel Osmond character. So like I get that. Especially like it's a small town, right? So who else is right. the mom gonna have sex with? Right. Well, no, I mean not the explicit for the teacher. I mean the jokes of like every time she walks in, her she her I mean, like, that was a bit they, much. Like, I don't really get the I don't really why was there so much nudity in this movie? <laughs> right. That's part like I don't know. Like remember the movie started off showing like a dick pic or something. It did. Yeah, remember when uh she was texting Sean and then she's like, oh, and then he said, oh, there, he said, oh a white dick. And then she was like, oh, must have changed his number. I was like, yeah. Okay, I thought you meant like at when they the were doing the when yeah. they were doing uh, the TV show. Oh no. Yeah. But also I like how um Dave Franco like called in favors. Like the two producers that were watching the show, um, like that black guy and that Asian woman, they're on that Apple TV Plus show After Party with Dave Franco and also the assistant of Allison Brie. Mm-hmm. 
the four of them are on that show together. Oh. So, like, they were just calling friends left and right to be in this movie. And I think that's funny. Right. Hey, man, it's going to be the new uh, uh, Adam Sandler. I'm going to call my friends in to do these movies with me. Yeah, they're a lot more competent, though. Right, right. <laughs> but no, um, no, this is also, I felt like uh, Leonardo DiCaprio when I learned that somebody I used to know was actually Allison Brie, you know? Like, she was like, wait, she was saying that about herself. Like, she is somebody she used to know. Right. Referring to Cassidy. Right. Oh, yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you said the you said the lie. <laughs> I understand now. <laughs> but I did enjoy to where she was trying to trick Cassidy at the bar. She was like, yeah, you know, I asked him a question and I just be silent and stare at him to get more information. And Cassidy was like, what are you doing? Why are you staring at me? Right. Stop being weird. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I do need to try that out sometime. Just stare and be like, like we're doing now. Yeah. <laughs> but um, what do y'all think the Rotten Tomatoes score of this movie was? Um, seventy-seven. I'll say seventy-two. Close seventy-three percent. With 77 reviews and a 62% audience score. Damn, 62%? Damn. <laughs> yeah. You know, a lot of people not down with that interracial love, you know. Mm. Oh, that's and they, something. And they should have been happy then that, that they didn't get together. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I didn't like that. You know, when she was looking at a video from like when they were dating and shit, and it was like 10 plus years ago. I'm like, y'all couldn't have used like one of those Instagram filters to take his beard off. I thought the same thing, 100. percent I was like, why did they got him looking exactly the same? Same right. beard, right. same everything. Right. Could have put a wig on him or something. Well, no, I mean exactly the the, the, the problem is the beard has to go, and I understand he's not going right. to shave it, but we have we literally have filters for that. Right, right. Mm. Yeah, I thought the same thing. So yeah, but all right, this week's trivia: Kelsey Clemens. Um, that was the future wife and Allison Brie have both lent their voices to the same animated property of the following which was it A. The Lego Movie B. Scoob C. Rick and Morty or D. Bojack Horseman and this is not the same episode just in general right? No they're in the same episode or the same movie I don't know not, either I'm, one of them. So I'm just going to just throw it out there and say Scoob. Okay. I'm not familiar with Kersey's uh, work. I know Alison Bree was in Rick and Morty, but I don't remember another female on that one. I go with Lego. So funny enough, Alison Bree was in all four of these. So, you know, she getting her she getting her checks, but they were both on an episode of Bojack Horseman. Uh, Allison Brie is actually a lead on that show. Uh, I've never watched it. It's it's excellent, man. Netflix didn't cancel it, <laughs> <laughs> but the show's excellent. 
Um, so I got a couple bullet points here and then we're going to get the hell out of here. Um, Alison Brie, a self-professed nudist, used her experiences with naturalism in the writing and incorporation and, and, and incorporating them into her character. This marks the first collaboration between Alison Brie and Danny Pudi since they starred in Community. And I wrote this last one. Um, Allison Brie makes a reference to getting canceled after three seasons, and that's a pretty good run. And I think that's a reference to her Netflix show, Glow, which got canceled after three seasons. Hmm. I like Glow. I love Glow, actually. Yeah, I mean, Netflix is on some bullshit, you know, end of the day. All right, so that we that brings us to the end of the show. Thank you so much for coming on, Michelle. It's it was very nice talking to well, it was nice talking to you on air. We do talk offline. Thank you. Same here. It was good seeing you guys. Yeah. Matt. Yes, thank you for being on. We much appreciate it. And it's always I don't talk to you offline, so I'm glad I was able to talk to you. Well, we gotta change that. Yes. Yeah, we got to change that. So, but uh, thank you so much for listening. Please like, rate, and review our podcast on your platform of choice. If you have any feedback, please email us at we used to talk pod at gmail.com. Like our Facebook page, we used to talk about this at work, and follow us on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at we used to talk pod. Follow me on Letterboxd at BOW1213 and Matt at Mr. King025. And I, I should have talked to you before I got to this line. Um, I wrote on here next week we're going to watch We Have a Ghost. Are we still doing that shit? Why do you want to change your mind? We don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, I don't want to watch a Netflix original movie. We know how this is going to shake out. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Stay tuned. We're going to do something next week. <laughs> We're going to do something. <laughs> and like always, I don't know if this is a good episode. I don't know if it was a bad episode. But whatever you think about it, talk about it at work. Thank you for listening.